Hello, everybody. Welcome to a uh, Improv 2 episode of And I'm All Set. Joined, as usual, our fearless leader, Minnie, in the Zoom. It's just the three founders, the main heads of Magic Duck Productions, joining you tonight for some conversations about some serious fuckery uh, of some scumbatic proportions. Scumbatic. Yes, it's the word. That's my that new I favorite heard. word, scumbatic. Scumbatic proportions. Uh, uh, come on, where is it? Oh. Why can't it ever just, you know? Be easy. Yeah. Oh, you want to know why? Because we don't have the guest channel. That's what it was. Oh. It's the anal losses channel. <laughs> <laughs> like looking at it quick, that's what it looked like. I read. All right, so I know we're not usually here on a Sunday, but yet here we are. I don't think we've ever been here on a Sunday. Sorry, right. we missed a couple of episodes anyway, so this will this make will up. make up for it. Hello, Kizzy. Kizzy's in the chat. Modding for us hey, tonight. Casey. Casey, what up? I should probably open up that, huh? Are we all good? Like, what's. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Oh, okay. All right. I was just trying to get to, like, the restream chat. Oh, gotcha. Oh, they're just really tiny. Oh, I... <laughs> like some people's intellect. Sorry. So, here's the thing. I want to... I want to talk about this in the sense that at the end of it, we can cuss and swear out any individual we see fit at that time mm -hmm. but to approach us in a way that's constructive enough that we can get our point across um and address what's been happening without it coming off as schoolyard drama yeah because it's not schoolyard drama does it happen on the schoolyard absolutely but it's far more involved <clears throat> than that Yes, it's been quite uh, an, ad an adventure, I guess. I don't know what else you would call it. Uh, well, how about you explain, um, at least at this point in time, everything leading up to the point Um that you and Lee got together. All right, well, maybe we should just, um, I think, maybe give a little background on the whole situation. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you explain kind of what occurred, because I, oh, I want prior. to address... Oh, yeah, pri prior. Oh, prior. All right. Because her, I want to address... All right, so it's been almost three years, right? It's been almost three years. So two, 
we'll go with two years. Two, three, four, four, maybe five years ago. Uh, I want to say, like, how many years ago is 2017, 2018? About five years. About five years. All right, about five years ago, um, my kid's mom, my wife, okay, was diagnosed with um, a massive brain tumor. And, you know, she battled it. She kicked its ass. It came back. Long story short, she had a massive stroke, which, mind you, could have been prevented, in my opinion. Um, but some people kept information from us that maybe we could have had and brought to the doctor's attention if certain people had told us that while they were driving to their house that they called them up confused, not knowing how to get to the person's house. But because my wife at the time asked them, you know, not to say anything because out of fear of not being able to drive, you know, instead of being more concerned about health and safety, you know, they kept that information up. Also, you know, the relationship prior to uh, the diagnosis wasn't great. Now, I have done many things in my marriage that, you know, I'm not extremely proud of, but it's a two-sided street. I can't really, I don't, the one thing I won't do is discuss certain things because my wife cannot defend herself. So as mm -hmm. far as our issues that we've had together, because there were um, on both sides of the fence, neither of us were perfect. We both had our problems and our issues. And I will not get into them because, again, she cannot properly defend herself. And it's not fair for me just to say X, Y, and Z when, when, when she wouldn't be able to defend herself. So I won't, I won't go there. But, like, I will openly discuss any of my, um, my mistakes because I have made mistakes. I am a human being. Um, and I will never deny my mistakes um you know so you could try and use them against me but you can't but because i am too. open and honest about everything just on pause for a second this isn't this is in no way the trial of pyro no it's not that it's just i nor know any, i know on, this specific person you bring up that you've done within your past anybody else's business yeah you know keep it to yourself yeah but the thing is it's just i know how these individuals work and i know mm -hmm. the tactics that they will use mm -hmm. therefore you know it's not just so it's known that none of this stuff is a secret that they've been dealt with they've been discussed with and you yeah, know. my point my point more so being that it's not up to everybody else to chime in with their opinions on what you should yeah. be doing. It's not a trial. This no. is just the facts as they've happened up until this point. All right. And then so she went in for surgery that I didn't even want her to have. 
you know, uh, for a second biopsy. Now, I didn't want her to have this surgery because it didn't make any sense to me. Like, we already knew that you have brain tumors. What, why would you need a biopsy, you know, to just treat it as if, you know, aggressively as you have originally? There was no real reason for a biopsy on this thing. You know, it just didn't make sense to me. And the risks of the surgery were just not worth it. Now, she, we dropped her off. She went in. And then when the surgery was over, she was no longer the same person that she was prior to going into surgery. Uh, she's lost... Um, a good portion of motor function she can barely speak her memory is on repeat so she doesn't have memories beyond a certain point a lot of the things she says is repetitive and she usually just repeats the things that you say back to you now there are certain things like you know she will say like she'll for instance like i'll go and see her and she'll ask to put her shoes on because she wants to go downstairs and i'll say well what's downstairs and she'll say our room she's in a hospital so you know or you know and and it's like and it's not like she's like speaking like this it's like she's like or it's like a very low whisper half the time you can't understand what she's saying Sometimes when you can hear her, it, it's, it doesn't make sense. Now, so after she came out and she, you know, she wasn't herself, um, the, one of the first things she told me when I went and visited her was that her and um, one of the CNAs at the hospital she was at went down to the um, bait shop to get me an outfit, a fishing outfit. I've never gone fishing since, you know, our whole entire relationship, you know. So why would she go with the CNA to get an outfit for me from the bait shop, you know, like a fish, like Bass Pro Shop, you know, just to give an idea. Um, at first, she had some function in her legs where she'd be able to sit and stand for short periods of time with assistance and walk short distance with assistance. She was at this hospital for a few months, I want to say two or three months for rehabilitation to try and, you know, get her motor skills going and all that stuff. But she they weren't really making much progress. Like at one point, I walked in to visit her, and she was eating a sponge. And finally, we got her home. <clears throat> now, I had taken time off work um, for her to recover from the surgery, not knowing that this was going to be the outcome. And I, in my particular office, once you put in the time, you have that time. And, you know, that's the time you have and you have to use it. And, you know, she came home and with the help of my mom, my stepmom, uh, my wife's dad, and one of her aunts would come and help me out. Now, I would go to work 
Um, I would wake up, get her ready, get her out of bed, clean her up, change her brief, um, make sure she was washed up, had PJs on or an outfit for the day, whatever she felt like wearing. Um, and I would get her in her recliner in the living room and then I would go uh, to work. And my aunt would come and take the kids to school for me. So I'd go to work, and then I'd come home. They would leave, and then I would change her brief again. I would feed her dinner, shower her, and, and put her, you know, and hang out. We would all hang out, watch movies. Some days it got very difficult because she would get aggravated with our youngest because our youngest wanted to go out and play and do all this stuff, but uh, we couldn't. Like, I my house wasn't handicapped accessible. She required a wheelchair. And by myself, I was not able to get her down the stairs into the chair and out and about. <clears throat> it was a team effort. So there was a lot of stress for the little one and on my wife, you know, and she couldn't control her anger. She couldn't control you know, that's one thing, like her volume is very low, but when she's aggravated and loud and, and, and upset, she will get loud. So one of the things that her dad will do, for instance, is like to get her loud, tickle underneath her chin and she hates it. And so she'll be like, fucking stop, you know, and get like loud. But then she'll be at that level talking for a few minutes, you know, mm -hmm. and then she'll go back down. So she slowly st started to get quiet while she was at the house, like, and she'll trail off as she's talking and like, she'd get aggravated with Ash and call her a fucking punk and, you know, just, you know, and again, it's, she can't control these things. She's, you know, mentally not there, but a small child doesn't understand that they, they yeah. don't understand that concept especially like it's their parent you know all they see is their parent and you know that in itself was very traumatic for not even just our shared child but even my older two you know mm -hmm. you know this whole situation was traumatic for everybody and i understand i understand she's got friends and family outside of the family but Nobody will ever know the trauma that went on under this roof, whether mm -hmm. they, you know, whatever their personal feelings are. No matter what, you've, you haven't lived under this roof. You haven't lived behind these walls to fully understand this, not just the relationship, but this whole traumatic experience that the whole family had to go through you know and did this for I want to say about a month you know there was times where I couldn't get her on the commode which is like a little metal like wiry like these little metal poles just to make like a chair with a bucket and a toilet seat um, for when she, cause she wouldn't move her bowels wearing the brief. She wanted to do that on the toilet, you know, 
So trying to get her from sitting position, even with the tap belt, to get her to turn after like the second week of having her home was getting more difficult because she couldn't figure out that motion of turning and moving her feet simultaneously. So it's like you're trying to direct her, but at the same time, it's like she's trying to go the other way. And so many times trying to do that and get her on the commode, like she would vacate her bowels all over the floor. So I would have to now sit her down, clean up the floor, you know, at least enough to move to now the shower. So now I would have to figure out how to cleanly get her from point A to point B. And I would physically get her in the shower with fully clothed myself. Um, It wouldn't help. It wouldn't be a bad idea anyways because I had shit on me. And I'm holding this woman up in the shower and I am washing her. And I have done this on many occasions on top of just her regular bathing routine, you know, but usually there's like a chair that she sits on and, you know, which makes things a little bit easier. But when there's a massive incident like this, you can't just use the chair because now it's like you've got to worry about deep folds and just, you know, because you can get like a, a good portion of just like cleaning these areas in a sitting position but when you when you're dealing with fecal matter you want to make sure you get every little you don't want to miss anything you know so many times i've had to do that and then the family would come in during the day and basically just sit there feed her and conversate with her and then i would do all the other things one day i came home and her aunt came up to me and was expressing to me how, you know, she's worried about her brother. Just, you know, I understood, you know, my wife's dad is in his late mid 60s, you know, and he's working and she's like, he has to work. Mind you, he only had to work because he had to pay her to live with him. You know, you know, God forbid you just let him stay there for free at this point in time while this matter is going on but you know that's neither here nor there um and wanted to know why i took the time that i took when i took it like i had some sort of crystal ball that was going to tell me that after this surgery that this was what the outcome was going to be like why didn't i see into the future to know that this is what it was going to be like and i should have been better prepared because they couldn't handle it You know, they couldn't handle it. All her friends that, you know, are saying stuff and want to put their opinion, not one of them offered to help. They would come, they would say hi, sit for maybe a half hour to an hour. And, you know. Okay, well, we'll get back to the friends. Well, this is just like the timeline getting into. Yeah. You know, so what eventually what ended up happening is they were going to an appointment or I I was at work and she ended up in the hospital, not because she had to be in the hospital, but that's a decision that was made 
while I was at, at work between the family. And basically what was said to me was that they couldn't do it anymore, that they couldn't provide the help that was necessary. We did have nurses. We did have CNAs come in. But a lot of times these nurses are retired. These CNAs are retired. And they honestly have no business trying to do these type of jobs where, like, you have to lift pay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they required help. So if you require help as it is, there's no point of having you there because we need the help when we're not there, you know? And if you have two struggling elderly people trying to lift somebody, you know, and she's, you know, not a small person, you know, there was an issue with, with that. So they, they couldn't do it. So now they wanted to try and find a place where she'll have care around the clock. You know, I was put in a position where I really didn't have the choice, you know. Right. And I couldn't expect my mom and my stepmom to, I know, like, they're in the medical field, they're nurses, but they had just finished taking care of my stepmom's mom, and they had just buried her after taking care of her for years. And then, you know, my stepmom's dad and mom prior to his passing. So, like, they've been taking care of people for the past 10 to 12 years, you know. And now with this, I just I just didn't feel like they need a break because they're also in their 60s. So she ends up in the um, at the hospital while we wait to find a place for her to go. In the meantime, we were trying to see if we could get her into my where I work um, on an acute care unit, which I want to say a month after spending um, um, a month at the, the hospital where they took her to, she did move in to one of the buildings at my job. And my life was now wake up, take kids to school go to work get out of work go up to the unit sit with her for an hour and a half then I would have to go pick up my youngest from the after school daycare which she was going to now getting dinner ready getting the kids ready for bed doing homework doing all that fun stuff and then you know the last few hours of my night I'd spend with you guys Mm-hmm. Um, and then and now it should be noted as well that um, for her stay in the hospital where you work it's still you still have to pay for it because you are in the yes. United States yeah. so she gets disability uh, a good portion of that disability goes to Cassidy which pays for her um, daycare um and any any other stuff that she needs and then the rest goes to the hospital because it's about at first it was only like seventeen hundred dollars a month that i'm responsible for for her to stay at the hospital so that money goes there um then there was an increase 
to where it was just over now it's just over two thousand dollars a month for her to go um and be in the hospital so i don't see a dime of any of this money i don't touch a dime of any of this money Mm -hmm. you know and what little money that does come through goes to Cassie for daycare and yeah we'll help pay because you're still paying a mortgage and raising three children yeah my mortgage is twelve hundred dollars a month plus you have to think with the way food is nowadays it's about three three hundred dollars a week mm-hmm. um two hundred if you're lucky you know I always no, run my gas tank as low as possible you know got electricity gas gotta feed the kids put clothes on their back you know and i'm lucky if my paycheck if i'm i get paid every two weeks and as it stands right now with ta- after taxes i'm lucky if i bring 900 dollars every two weeks now with the 1200 dollars mortgage I want to say about $500 worth of electricity with three kids that love electronics and all that other stuff, plus $200 for heating and hot water. Then you have your utility tax, your utility bills. It's about 200 like every other month, 400 mm-hmm. every two months for the water. Then you have your sewage bill. You know, it's... All makes up. It all adds up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm car insurance you know yeah i could take a bus but if the kids have a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment let me bring my kids you know onto but that's the school such a bus. small portion comparatively yeah. no yeah you just, you just rattled off without your wife's portion included about four thousand dollars in bills yep you know on mm-hmm. essentially eighteen hundred dollars a month yeah now, there was a time where I was streaming for a mobile company doing their in-game streaming for, for the game that they had, and they were paying me pretty well. And during that time, yes, I was able to do some extra things for my kids, but it was taking time away from my kids and taking time away from other responsibilities, so I had to take a step back, you know, because I wasn't, one, sleeping, two, I wasn't giving the attention that was needed to my kids, you know, but it was basically like a second job and they paid me very well, mm-hmm. you know? So I started doing that. I want to say February. Um, I don't remember. It was like February of last year. year. Yeah. February <laughs> of last year. 22. I do apologize. Yep. You know, and we didn't really do much like, me and the kids i would take them out when i could when we could we would do stuff you know go to the movies once in a while um and that's the other side of the thing like they need normalcy regardless of everything that's going on they need some sort of normalcy so they should be able to go out and do stuff they they you know they should you know should still be able to live somewhat a normal life while all this stuff is going on because it's not their fault and they shouldn't have to suffer because of it. They're already suffering from the immediate situation. 
Um, right. You know, it doesn't need to extend beyond that. Now, the issues for you in regards to people, I'm going to use the term putting their nose in. Oh, yeah. There's, there's started relatively uh started relatively early when when your wife can i refer to her by name yeah yep okay so when carrie first uh was put in the hospital um your your issues with certain friends and family members started immediately well, correct? well all right so initially it was just her aunt her aunt would always be passive aggressive and she'll make like these comments and like when she was, you know, asking me why I took the time when I took it, why I didn't wait, you know, like, like, again, like I knew that this was going to happen. And then mm -hmm. something else happened where she came at me about something and, and we had gotten into an argument. I don't exactly remember what it was because to me it just, you know, like, why are we fucking, why are we doing this? This is dumb. Um, but there were then, a few that you guys got into fights for different reasons. For different reasons, all the time. Um, yeah. But so I went to visit her, uh, Carrie in the hospital prior to where I work, um, while we were waiting for her to go into a complete care acute facility. Um, she had been removed from the vi visit visitation, you know, and then she asked me at, like if I did it. Like, I was the first thing that she pop, popped in her head. Like, I'm going to just go in there and be like, oh, you need to take this person. I didn't even create the list. I wanted nothing to do with the list. I just wanted to come in, talk to the doctors when need when I needed to, and, you know, just visit. You right. Know, and then go home, take care of the kids, make dinner, and do everything that I needed to for them. You know, like, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't have time for this petty fucking bullshit. Like, I don't. I don't. I can be petty. I can be extremely petty. Um, more coming soon on that. Um, <clears throat> but I just don't have time for it. When was it that you noticed that the the feud between you and these people started going public? Um, all right. Well, the first, the slowly her one specific friend, who I won't mention by name, um, started being distant and a lot of interactions from there on in, um, in the vicinity was all on social media. Um, and I noticed that said person was like screenshotting stuff, like constantly looking at my Snapchat and mind you, my Snapchat was pretty fucking silly and boring. Nothing worth screenshotting, nothing w worth even fucking looking at, you know? And, <clears throat> I was on Facebook one day and seeing how that's where the person spends 90% of their existence, apparently, um, on the internet. I didn't put this person out by name. I just said, I do not understand why some people are following me around and like putting me under a microscope and, and taking screenshots of stuff, like especially stuff that like is stupid, you know, it, it just it just boggled my mind why you know and this this specific person i would see at work cuz they do work at my job would would when we did run into each other we would talk and you know all this other stuff they did have people drive by my house for um my youngest's birthday 
you know, which I thought was very nice, you know, and I was crying. I thanked that person because it, to me, was, was a good thing. But then I started realizing why this person was doing the things that they were doing, and it was strictly for the likes. The, you know, because if you're going to do something out of the goodness of your heart, you're not going to make it this big social media thing. And like one of the things like Carrie asked me to do is not post pictures of her on the internet because she doesn't want people to remember her the way that she is now. And she didn't just ask me, she asked my mom, she asked my daughter. She said it numerous times that before she lost the ability to communicate that she didn't want stuff to be posted when she got to this point. Now mm -hmm. we're at this point and it's like whenever they get a chance, these people are taking pictures with her and posting them out on Facebook, which I get it. It's like you, you want people to know how she's doing. Well, realistically, if anybody who actually mattered to Carrie wanted to know how she's doing, they can easily go and visit her. Or it could have been done privately through DM. Yeah. But yeah, especially. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, in a long list of things. Carrie's not going to see this shit. And you can read it to her. You can tell her that all these people. But she's not, she's not understanding what you're saying to her. You know, mm -hmm. and that's the other thing. Like, people are out there painting this picture of her, like, that is very not true. You know? Can I can I ask, as of, as of right now, have you blocked or removed anyone on that list? Is there anyone, have you ever stopped anyone from going to visit? Uh, only on one occasion, which we will get into. Um, so, after I posted that, said person guilty as charged you know obviously if you're feeling guilty only the guilty will come forward and be like you know and it started a whole thing and i ended up blocking them and and prior to that though there was a meal train which people sign up to help bring food to the family this person signed us up for that which i appreciated but it came a little bit overwhelming because i had to be home by a certain time to to collect said food a lot of the people would reach out to me and ask me if i was able to go and pick up the food which defeated the whole purpose of this service you know it was to make things easier not harder you know and it just became too much and at the same time there they were like gift cards that were donated and money that was donated which i didn't you know we didn't see for almost a year and a half after the fact and now said person went to disney twice now i'm not saying she used the money to do so but when somebody finally confronted her about it her excuse was she was gonna sign up my child for daycare like summer camp but you can't sign the kid up for summer camp the parent has to sign up the kid for summer camp so mm -hmm. like how was that gonna happen so it just didn't make any sense. I didn't make a big deal out of it because whatever, you know, and honestly, I didn't want the money. But at the same time, besides the bills of her being in the current hospital she's in now, there were several hundred bills from all the past um, visits and surgeries and all that stuff because it's not 100% covered by health insurance. And I have a copy of every bill. I have a copy of 
everything that came back from the health insurance that shows what they cover versus what we have to cover. So I have every receipt for every dime, every penny, every dollar that has ever been spent, where it goes, why, and all that stuff. Any personal expenses that I have ever made for myself, strictly for myself, which is very few, have come from different sources like when I was streaming for said company. <clears throat> and again, I have receipts to show where that money came from, what it was you know, spent on, and all that other stuff. So if people really want to make a big deal out of it, I got the receipts to back it up. So bite my nuts. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so I ended up just blocking that person and continuing on what I did every day. Now, <clears throat> for some reason... I don't know why, like, people were under the impression that, like, I just dropped her off at the hospital and that was it. Wash my hands of the situation, you know? Now, is it fair to say that before maybe people were under the impression that that was the case because before Carrie got sick, you guys were looking at ending the marriage well see that's the thing a lot of it is is carrie would vent to her friends and it was always one-sided you know it was just you know, she portrayed me like i was this lazy piece of shit basically yeah i made mistakes i have cheated and there's you know that's there's no excuse for that but, you know, I can't fucking go back and change change that. You know, it is what it is. What do you want me to do? Um, but again, there's two sides to every story. The relationship wasn't perfect. There's a lot that doesn't get talked about. Um, and that's fine. If I have to be the villain, I'll fucking be the villain. That's fine. But the well, reasoning behind it for whatever it was is nobody else's business. Yes, no. Like, but if you want to be oh. angry with me because it 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 makes you feel better, then fine. Be fucking angry with me. I don't care. You don't like that's the thing. Like these people have opinions like they matter. You know, like like they're King Tut, like they're anything special. You're not, you're not special. You're not special. You have no effect on my fucking life. You could do whatever you want, say whatever you want. I don't care. Say mean things to me, make fun of me. I don't care. I don't care. Now, it's safe to say that, you know, in the, in the time that after uh, Carrie had gone into hospital and we were, well, we've always just kind of been in a, uh, our own little group. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got to see how it affected you firsthand, not just when Carrie was at home, but then after she was hospitalized and what that adjustment was like for you. Yeah. Um, so with you being at home and the realization that now it's, just you what was that like for you honestly i was numb i was numb 
And then it would get to the point where it's like, I didn't have, it's, it's not like I could just come home and fucking like release all my feelings. You know, I can't break down in front of the kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So like a lot of it, like I would spend a good half hour, hour after work before I would go and get my kid just crying in, in my work parking lot, mm -hmm. you know? But it's like, even having those feelings made me feel bad because it's like kind of like survivor's guilt you know it's like i'm leaving and going to do all this stuff and the frustrations that i felt and and the stress that i felt because of everything that's going on i felt like i didn't deserve to feel that way because it wasn't fair because I have the ability to feel this stress and to feel, you know, the weight of the responsibilities that are now on me, you know? And it's like a lot, a lot too that people don't seem to understand is they come in, they bring food, they dress up her room, you know, they do these little things and they spend time with her. You know, which is good, you know, but there's so much more. There's so much more to it than just, you know, like, what do you want, a fucking cookie? Like, do it because, like, it's something that you want to do. But, like, don't make it more than what it is and, like, you do all this stuff. Because you, re in reality, you don't. And the whole, we wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for them. in the beginning she could have still have been home you know mm -hmm. there we could have figured out other ways but it just there it was just you have to make this decision and this is we just can't do it and i do um just if i could interject for a minute yeah. i do remember when that all came kind of down the pipeline there and how absolutely against it you were before she went in because we had a very lengthy discussion on it yeah like i was fine doing it but i had to work you know mm -hmm. there was no way around it, it was, what was i gonna do sell the house you know and then what i would still have rent to pay you know it just the the expectations that certain people had were just not of this reality you know, it's like, it, it just boggles my mind how black and white people think when nothing is black and white. You know, it's a multitude of colors. Mm -hmm. So um, after you adjusted, I guess, to the new way that your life was, was going, was um, the decision that you wanted a partner in your life an easy one to come to? No, it wasn't at all. It, it was... I needed time one. So the first year that she was actually in the hospital, not home, in the hospital, I spent what little time I had trying to fix myself for my kids because I was just a hot fucking mess. And I would, you know, work out. And it wasn't for a physical... Thing. It was for a mental thing. I needed to get out of my head, you know. 
and it was just me and the kids for a good year, year and a half. You know, I wasn't in a rush to do anything. And I maybe would go out without my kids. I think like once I went out with my friend Jay and like for a half hour. But even then, like I didn't want, I wanted to be home. You know, I wanted to be home and I wanted to be with my kids. You know, and it's, and it's like, even, even, even the idea of, you know, doing that, like, think about the stress of trying to, like, so high, <laughs> this is my situation, you know, it's not, it's not that simple, you know, and it's not, and it's not like my current situation where it was just like waiting in the winds. It was stuff happened. And then like, for, let's just jump right into like me, me and me. So I met her once many, many, many years ago, just by through a friend of mine. I met at the, you know, from high school that I met at the bar one night, like, you know, even Aiden, I don't even think was born yet. And just hanging out with, with my friends, and we went back to my friend's house to hang out. And her cousin was there. Lee is her cousin. And that's the first time I ever met Lee, you know, and we were just hanging out. We didn't really even say, like, more than a few words. And then, you know, I went home. Uh, one day... I want to say about a year ago, she popped up on my, um, you know, people you may know things on Facebook. And I don't Facebook often. I think Facebook is trash because it is, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I sent her a friend request and, you know, I was following her stories and all that stuff. And I would like comment and like, like certain ones. And, you know, it wasn't anything more than just that and then you know then we started conversating off of maybe like there would be like a story and i'd be like oh my god like i totally can relate to this and then a conversation would start and then it led into just conversations once in a while and like you guys knew like when i would tell you guys about lee like we would talk for a couple of days and then we wouldn't talk for weeks mm -hmm. and this went on for like a good good long time and then like conversations just you know like we we started forming a bond and you know i was always open and honest with everything and we decided to hang out but every time we decided to hang out it was just schedules just didn't didn't allow it so we you know our kids are the same age so we were like why don't we just have a play date like you know and that's what we did <clears throat> and then that was it it was just you know we we ended up having feelings for each other you know it's you know not many people will agree but you don't have to agree you know you don't have to agree and the reason why you don't have to agree is because you don't have to live my life. You know, and I don't have to live your life. I do. 
and we only have one life to live and i have been surrounded with constant reminders of how short this life is and you know i'm not gonna sit here and apologize for it i'm not you know it's a it's not an easy situation and it's not an easy thing to go through but at the end of the day you know that person is not is not who they were so here's the question then just because you know i have to be i no i'm you know me Minnie. i'm always if the shoe was on the other foot okay and the roles are reversed where you are in the situation that your wife is in mm -hmm. and vice versa if you could be a fly on the wall or you know project yourself out of your body whatever the case may be and found that she was doing the same thing that you are doing now would you be accepting of it uh well i mean i wouldn't be in the mind in my mind we, we would still be 2000 whatever it was you know no i'm saying if for some <laughs> somehow consciously you were able to view it as is and you saw that she had moved on and was in a relationship and everything else knowing what your current status is and will always be a hundred percent a hundred percent i would be okay with it not to say that it wouldn't you know hurt you know but i mean really would it hurt because like the state of you would ultimately want that person to be happy. Yes, that's it. At the end of the day, that's all that would matter. Because, I mean, ultimately, the happier you are, the better you're functioning as a person, the better care that your children it, receive. Yes. It yeah. all, yes. I, it all yes. works together. Now, the... I'm going to use the term bullying because there's really nothing else that I can term it as at this point in time harassing haranguing i don't i but um originally it started trying to get a rise out of you and when it wasn't working on you as an individual they moved on to your partner did they not yes yes yep actually it was simultaneously it was simul because what happened is they found out about the relationship and it's not like it was a secret you know and and, and, and this and this just proves the point of how they, they were constantly ever since she entered the hospital they were constantly trying to find something to bust my balls about um and they were constantly trying to find something to bust my balls about and like i said they were taking screenshots of th things that like really like that just were non-consequential like they didn't matter like they're like it just what were you gonna do with that like what were you gonna do with it like really there was nothing to there was nothing to use you know and so the only way for them to have you know because i kept after I kept everything private on my Facebook page. And I did that because I didn't use Facebook other than for the Playhouse stuff. You know? It's all right. It's, it's just, it's, never mind. Um, anyways, it's, 
We done? Um, fuck. I'm not one of those people that are going to sit there and put out stuff on Facebook. Like, oh, today I'm picking flowers because everything's so hunky-dory. Look at me. Hit that like button. If it wasn't about, you know, the streaming stuff, because one, again, I was making money from streaming. It was a job, a second job to help support my family. So, yes, I would heavily do that because it was a fucking business like you would you know but i'm not gonna sit there and tweet stuff out and 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 because to me it's like when you post something it's like you're looking for a reaction from people you're looking for a comment you're looking i didn't need that i didn't need people to pity me because of my current situation because again it's like i'm going through it but from the outside i'm not physically going through it you know like i'm not the one that has the brain tumors and i know that they would wish that it was me and whatever um but i'm i'm not i'm going through it second hand you know and on top of that you know i'm watching my kids go through it you know so i don't need to put it out there i don't I don't post stuff on Facebook because if anybody has questions about the situation or any concerns, they can contact me or they can just go to the hospital and visit fucking Carrie themselves instead of do, trying to do it through Facebook. Like, that's fucking ridiculous to me. Like, how people think they're so fucking fantastic because they're, like, doing this stuff and, and then posting about it. Just fucking do it and shut the fuck up. You know? I... I... I want to ask, what do they expect from you? So you, you're going for all of this. You've got all of this stuff going on and behind it, the scenes, the stuff that no one sees, right? So what? I don't, honestly, oh. Nizum, I don't know what they expect from me. I don't know. I See, part of me, it's because, all right, so when visitors go in, they have to fill out a logbook and, and, and they need to know who's there. So it's like, I work there. I don't have to fill that shit out. I just, I have a badge. I can walk around the hospital, go wherever the fuck I feel like it at any point in time. I don't have to sign these books. So I don't, you know? You know, but if like, you really want to like push and shove, there's fucking cameras everywhere. You know, like you want to go to court? Fuck, let's go. I'll pull all the fucking video of me going up and onto the unit every day at the same fucking time every day leaving at the same time every day yes there were some days i didn't go because the kids have doctor's appointments the kids have dentist appointments you know it's like they still have you know they fail to realize that there's fucking kids and then the only time that they think about the kids it's so they can talk trash about them because okay, these people so are fucking you, big pieces of shit i know before we go into there um, you wanna i want to i guess precursor the part of the conversation not not necessarily what i'm going to call a trigger warning but it is definitely sensitive subject matter um and for some people they might find it very hard to hear so it's just um i'm putting it out there before we get into it so when they weren't getting a reaction from you or your yeah, girl i wasn't responding you know well she was she she was responding i wasn't because for me it's like 
there was no point in me responding to these ridiculous comments, bullshit comments, because one, half the people on there were crackheads and don't matter. Um, but it's like, what would, what, what would that solve? Then some other asshole would get on and fart, and then another asshole will get on and fart, and then you have all these fucking people running their mouths, and it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have, it would just feed fuel to the flames. And right. I wasn't about to. Is, is, um, that when they couldn't get a rise out of you, mm -hmm. um, or essentially your girlfriend, they started turning it into an LGBTQ manner, yep. did they not? That and also attacking Caitlyn and threatening Caitlyn. And yeah. so, yeah, there was, and, and that, to go back to Nizum's question, after they started, that one specific individual started making threats to my daughter, I um, requested that she not be allowed to visit. And not because out of spite, but so that way, when my daughter would come with us to go visit, there wasn't any unnecessary bullshit, <laughs> you know, because I know this specific person and they're not the type of person that's going to be able to control themselves. And there was no need to cause a terrible situation worse for Carrie. Mm -hmm. So oh, what the so terms oh. of it were, until she calms down and grows up, she was not allowed on the unit eventually so, she did and she start stopped acting like an asshole and then i allowed access after that and the only so reason why was it wasn't because of the mean shit they were saying to me wasn't because of anything like i don't care talk all the shit you want about me say whatever the fuck you want about me i just don't give a fuck um, but don't bring my kids into it. The moment you bring to my kids into it, it's, you're going to have to deal with me and not in a way that you want. And it's not just going to be me. It's going to be my family. And it's not just going to be my family. It's going to be my extended family. And don't come at me on the fucking internet when you know very little about how the fucking internet works. When we live on the motherfucking internet. We're better at this than you. Just remember that. So, and that's what happened. They attacked my kids. You know, my youngest started talking to me about pronouns and feeling like a boy, you know, and so I would seek professional help because it's not like, you know, this is new territory for me now. So now I have this going on on top of all this other shit going on. And I'm I'm doing everything that, you know, professionals have told me to do, you know. And again, just like I look at it this way, just like me, like only I have to fucking live this life. I don't know what it's like being a Zoom. I don't know what it's like being Mini. I don't know what it's like being anybody other than fucking Pyro. So I'm not going to sit there and dictate to my kid as long as she's not. Uh, he's not being an asshole to other people. I can't sit there and tell them that they're not feeling the way that they're feeling because at the end of the day, I don't know. All I can do is help them seek the guidance that they may need to to venture through this 
that's yeah, all you that's all him. i can do you know i was supportive of that from the time that ashton uh had come to you and said listen this is who i am yeah yeah and i, I wasn't gonna be like no the fuck it isn't like i don't fucking know i'm not i, I all i know is what what's going on here i don't mm -hmm. know what it, what life is like for anybody else none of us do nobody nobody knows what it's like to be beyond our own brains our own souls nobody nobody knows what it's like so for people to start trying to get beyond their own two feet just for me boggles my fucking mind because you don't no, fucking... it is fair enough to be said that this one person in particular who has targeted you currently oh um, yeah and primarily and this person doesn't even live in this state and hardly even knows what the fuck's going on beyond what she's being told and so this person is really going after the fact that not only do you have a transgendered child um but also the fact that you did cosplay oh yeah that she's saying i am a crossdresser so um, as part of uh, and I would like to say that a lot of the terms that were used by her were very offensive, like the term crossdresser, like the term transvestite. Transvestite. There were a lot of terms in there that were extremely um, transphobic and homophobic. You know, and see, what I noticed, and I just want to bring this up, when a lot of people use those terms and like heavily get involved in stuff like that that's going on is only because they're so bored in their own life and that they're so unhappy in their own life and how they're the trajectory of their life and when they especially when you reach a certain age i want to say like 60 60 something and you look back and you look at all the things that you have and you start to question what the fuck you did with a majority of your time kind of like where it all went wrong like I have nothing to show with my time on this planet. You only have one other option, apparently, and that's to be a complete shitbag and start taking it out on everybody else around you and just start being a fucking racist, homophobic piece of shit. You know? And then there's those who are quiet about it, but, you know, then we had Donald Trump come out and then peel the veil off, and people just got comfortable being racist, bigoted, fucking homophobic pieces of shit. And before anybody starts calling me a left-wing fucking Democrat, just know I'm not Democrat. There's a lot of stuff that I don't agree I with on the left or the right. I'm going to reel you back in for a second Yeah, here. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It should be said that, um... I don't again, do the politics. The remarks toward you and your children mm -hmm. um, is a far right Trump supporter. Oh yes, by far. Which anyone can, can fact check from themselves on their, um, on their Twitter. On their Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this all stemmed because, again, my you know Carrie's friend posted a picture of me where I was looking fucking sexy as fuck. And I think they were just mad because I made a better female than they were. Um, was because I was streaming for a mobile game company called State of Survival. And during a month, we they requested that we do cosplay. And yeah, there was a contest amongst streamers where we would get certain perks and stuff if we won. Now, I had quite a following on there. 
you know, I had a very large following on State of Survival, and I had a very rampant community who, you know, we always had a good time. I let them pick one of the cosplays, and you know how that was going to turn out. You know, and and just so you know, a majority of my fan base were, you know, older women. A lot of my fan bases were older women. And for some reason, they wanted to see me as Lucky. And Lucky's costume consisted of fucking Daisy Duke shorts, a fucking torn t-shirt with the bra strap showing, and she had green hair and some makeup on, you know? So that's what they wanted. So on one condition, I said, fine, if I do this, if I do this, you better be dropping some major gold in that chat during that stream. And gold is basically donations. Like you, you use it to purchase things that happen on stream and I get a portion of those purchases. So I did that. I did Joker. I did um, this army guy and I wore like a tactical vest and had like the fucking dirt on my face and a beanie and then i did this weird bald guy who like fucking had zombie hands chained to his and his full white out eye contact lenses head to toe and white body makeup and he was like this really creepy looking dude i did that as well that was just one of the many things so what happened is this person in question, the bigot, her um, grandson was in my Discord, and he had taken the picture and gave it to this lady, who then gave it to the friend, and then they posted it on social media saying that, like, you know, look at this thing, this piece of shit, and blah, 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 blah. You know, this, again, like, this is like two two years after the fact, and they also accused you of uh, confusing your youngest into being uh, trans, correct? Yes. Yep. That that I I brainwashed my kid into being trans because you know I wanted my kid to be brought up in a world where there's people like that piece of shit that exists and make life difficult for people in their position. You know, I want my kid to be happy, you know, you know what I mean? But I just know how hard their life is going to be going through this, you know, just like I have two moms, like my mom's a lesbian. She decided that, you know, she wanted to divorce my dad, marry a woman, you know, and life is not easy for them being a lesbian couple. And again, said person, I'll be right back. Um, said person brought that up as well as, you know. No surprise. The words were, it's no surprise that this kid's a transvestite because he got a cross-dressing father who was raised by two liquors was her words exactly, you know. You know, and then she was basically <clears throat> questioning me and, and how I raise my children, which I find funny. Well, actually, I'm going to wait for Minnie to come back for this portion. So... You know, and it's like I just let them talk and I did things behind the scenes because, again, there's like, what are you going to do? Like, if I responded to that, that that was the point. They were trying to draw me out and 
And, and it's funny, like a lot of people who are commenting were people that I've never met in my life. So if I never met them, you couldn't have been that important to Carrie or cared two shits about Carrie because when she was sick, I didn't fucking see you. I didn't see you reach out, you know, and, and it's, and that, and it, that's what like really got me is all these people who had their opinions. Like you, you fucking were out living your fucking life and, and, and you didn't want to be bothered. And the funny thing is, too, the friend, the the good friend, was MIA for, for the longest time until Carrie got I was, sick. I was just going to ask, so how much how much time has she spent? So you said she's out of state. Has she, since Carrie's been in... She visited in once. She visited once. And the friend, I never see the friend up there. I know she goes, but she goes on her lunch break. And it's not like her friend is visiting on her own time. She goes on her lunch break while she's already there. You know? And then that's it. She's not there on her own time, on her days off. You know? And to make it seem like, for these people to make it seem like she, like, yeah, she'll go up and, like, for Easter, they'll decorate the room. Well, I don't know who decorates it, if it's the aunt or if it's the friend, but she doesn't give a shit about that. She's not looking at the decoration saying, oh, that looks pretty. Thank you for making my room look pretty. No, she just, that's, that, that, she doesn't recognize that shit. You know? And... And on top of that, they were saying like how like I just left her and she cries for me every day and I never see her. I'm there every fucking day. She sees me every day and she doesn't ask about me. Some like once in a while, she'll you know, like somebody be like, oh, did you see so and so? And she'll be like, no. And literally like my mom will be like, oh, did you see Ray? And yeah, so yeah, there's my fucking name. Doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> did you see Pyro? You know, it's like. <laughs> Um, and she'd be like, no. And like, literally, I just left 10 minutes ago, you know? And, and like, here's the other thing. She would call me a pain in the ass. That was her favorite thing to call me, you know? And, oh, also these people in the comments were saying how I've always been a lazy piece of shit without realizing that I had a chores list that Carrie would give me. So there was day, my days off, I wasn't just sitting on my ass playing video games. I was expected to clean the house. And that's what I did. And somebody was like that I was so lazy that we paid somebody to do the lawn. We didn't pay somebody to do the lawn because I didn't want to do it. We paid somebody to do the lawn because Carrie wanted it done a specific way. I'm not fucking handy. I'm, nobody ever taught me how to do any of this stuff. I was willing to learn. I tried, but... The way Carrie worked is she wanted something done. It had to be done right fucking then and there. And if it wasn't done right then and there, there was fucking hell to pay, you know? And that's just how it was. So it was her decision to pay somebody to do the yard work. I had no fucking problem cutting the lawn. I would fucking do it. It would suck if I got hurt at, at one specific point in time because I was the only one working. So if two people are out of work trying to raise a family and pay bills, that'd be a little bit fucking difficult, but you know, um, but it's like, I'm there every day. Yeah. I don't sign a fucking book. Why are you looking to see who's visiting anyways? What's it any of your fucking business? Just know that you're putting in the time that you want to put into, you know, but it's like, it just, it's, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, 
no, you're not you're... focusing on what's important and what's important is, you know, being there for Carrie. And here's a question yeah. for you, because we've often, we've questioned the motive behind all of those um, several times. And I'm wondering if it is to demonize you. No, it's definitely to demonize me. To an end of financial gain in the long run. Well, I mean, if if they're looking to make money and like, you know, I could have easily said, fuck this, got a lawyer. Well, got my lawyer, I should say, got the lawyer that I already have, you know, that we both had, that we both went to before all this stuff went went that we both signed paperwork with certain expectations from each other um you know i would have just got a divorce washed my fucking hands of it and fucking took my kids and took off Mm -hmm. you know but i didn't do that i'm fucking there every day i sit with her i talk with her you know and then i have to go and get my kids like, I still have fucking kids, you know? And it's not like they reach out. They f- And that's the other thing. The family fucking fails to realize that there's that they have a niece. You know, I don't want to say too much about the granddad because, like, he's been through a lot. We've gone back and forth on stuff, but it's... Like, one of the things, he did come at me after all this stuff, and it was just, he was more concerned about after he died, what's going to happen to her. And I just said, nothing's going to change. I'm here. She's still going to be taken care of, you know? Like, nothing's changed. It's been, like, we're going on three years, and nothing has fucking changed. And it should also be expressly uh, stated that your girlfriend is 100% aware of the situation and supportive of and it. And supportive, Kurt. definitely. Because what kind of person would would you be if you if if you would be with somebody in my not not to in the fact of being in a situation with somebody li- like me, but if like I was the type of person that's like, "All right, you're here. I'm going to forget about you now." You know, how could you, you know, but she's no, she's very understanding very sensitive to everything you know and it's conversations that we have you know and but what i what you you found yourself in situations in the past where there have been people that haven't been so accepting oh yeah Yeah. certain females and whatnot that have yeah when i did try when i did dip my toe in the thing it's like you know and it's like is what it is that's fine that's understandable you know Mm -hmm. but you've always you it was a part of your yeah hi i'm pyro your want in a partner was to find someone who was fully accepting of your situation exactly did say that from minute one and i can confirm that zoom can confirm that it was somebody that would have to be comfortable knowing that what the situation was that you were married yep you know and what that entailed yep so it's not like you're blindsided or you have a secret family on the side or something yeah and it's (laughs) like and and whatever the discussions that me and carrie had prior to that's between you and carrie you know and it's like yeah 
conversation we did get into that discussion where we were starting to talk about um our relationship and it was because of things not just uh you know that i have done it was things on both sides of the fence we just weren't getting along and there were many reasons there was there was stuff about me there was stuff about her there was stuff to do with my oldest there was stuff to do just about everything that every person every married couple fucking goes through not every married couple but that married couples go through an experience mm-hmm. it just so happens as these conversations were happening she was diagnosed with a, with brain cancer so it's like what happens you know hey kids your mom's sick oh and also we've been talking about this yeah you know and yeah we didn't talk about it because it was nobody's business and it still isn't you know but it's like you don't you don't say hey we are thinking about doing this you don't find out until the process starts the decisions are made between both parties yeah you know yeah well even even when i started going through my divorce and all of that stuff like i talked to you guys about it um I guess not really not in depth i mean you guys knew a lot about the relationship as it was occurring no and as as this stuff real quick though as this stuff was happening one of the things carrie said to me was that she didn't want to be a burden she just want you know she was just like put me somewhere and take care of the kids and live your life and and whatever and i said to her i can't do that I'm always going to make sure you're being taken care of, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, like you're Cassidy's mom, you know, you're my wife, you know, like we don't always get along, but that doesn't devalue each other as people, you know, like you're still the mother of my kid, you know, like we still spent this much time together as a couple. You know, yeah, we've had our problems, we've had our lows, but we also had our highs, you know? It's, you know, but sorry. It's okay. But you were is, there, is there anything specific that you want anyone else to know about this whole situation? Oh, other than it's like none of your fucking business? Well, there's a lot of things that have gone public. <laughs> um, it, the point being that there's more stuff that's going to come to the public eye very shortly. Um, especially what this woman has been doing. Oh, well, I mean, she's saying nasty things about my kid who has nothing to do with any of this other than just fucking existing. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it's... And it's it's funny, it's like... We went to Carrie's dad about it, and he at, at first his response upset me the first time where he's like, I can't control what these people say, blah, 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 blah. But there was no, no one word defending of his grandchild. You know, and mind you, I need to point this out. The friend has never asked about Carrie's da- uh, daughter. Um... The aunt always expected 
my kid to reach out to her, my kid's eight, wants an eight-year-old to reach out to her to see her, you know? And the grandfather used to be there every morning before all this happened to take her to school. Once she got, once that brain hemorrhage happened and once she was in the hospital, the only time that there was any sort of interaction with my kid and them was if we happened to be at the hospital at the same time as them. You know, there was maybe one time where a sleepover was attempted, didn't work out, I had to go and pick them up. But that was it. And then also, um, I was planning a birthday party for my child. And the aunt went and made all these plans behind my back and commandeered the birthday party. And I could have been a dick and said, absolutely not, whatever. But I decided, you know what? Let it, you know, just let it happen. You know, she'll benefit from this. It's not about me. It's about my kid. So whatever. But it ended up being a traumatic experience for my kid because she realized the type of, she knows the type of care that her moms need. And her mom spent five hours seatbelted in the front seat of a car and was paraded around for Facebook pictures for five hours. Not once getting out of a car after being stuck in a hospital room. She goes from one prison to another. You know, and yeah, they went and got doughboys and, and whatever, but she didn't get to get out of the car. And for five hours, this woman is in a brief, taking in food, drinking. So now, obviously, when she drinks, she's going to urinate. So now she's sitting in her own piss for fucking five hours and not once being taken out of the car. And the whole party portion of it was in a parking lot of a state park, not at a picnic table, literally in a parking lot with the mom sitting in a car and they were hanging out in the parking spots around the car. You know, they did have a birthday party for Carrie in the cafeteria prior to this and didn't think once to reach out and maybe ask that maybe the kid wanted to be a part of it. You know, and this whole time they're posting pictures on Facebook. And regardless of how many times we'd say that this isn't what she wanted, she didn't want to be posted on whatever. And we were told basically, oh, but she looks beautiful. I don't see a problem. Well, you don't see a problem, but this is what her wishes were. This is like basically if somebody says that they want to be cremated and don't want a funeral and you say, well, I don't care what the fuck their wishes are. They're not here. They're not going to know. So we're going to do what we want anyways. And that's fucked up. And to me, that just shows that it's not about this person. It's about you and your selfish needs. And for these people to fucking turn around and try to make it seem like I'm selfish, that I'm the fucking monster, fuck you. Really. I don't post on Facebook because it's nobody's fucking business. And if those who really gave a shit wanted to know again would go and fucking see her or ask me privately. I'm not going to post fucking shit. You know, whatever I post is stupid. You know, it's 
because Facebook doesn't fucking matter. I don't live in the world of social media. I don't give a fuck. I don't want your pity. You know, I don't want your pity like. I don't want your little cryy fucking emoji. Because it's not going to benefit me. It's not going to benefit Carrie. And it's not going to benefit my kids. It's not going to put food on the table. It's not going to do fucking anything. You know, I don't need the fucking self-righteous pat on the back through the internet. You know, and as far as Wendy goes, she's just a fucking piece of shit that I never liked. Carrie never liked. And we only went and visited because her dad wanted to go. And it was like a, an excuse to go to Lake George. That was it. We would go see them for like an hour or two. And then we'd go and fucking explore the town and whatever. Like, And I should also note the fact that no one has ever posted anything here to provoke this woman. No. Nope. It all started with that one post from the friend. And then she was consistently attacking me, saying that I'm a cross-dresser, bringing shit up about my kid. You know, and then again, I posted a picture on Instagram of my son's drawing of Beetlejuice, my middle child. And her response was, hmm, I wonder which son did this. Was it so-and-so or so-and-so? Like, like, really? Like, that's not a, that's not like a, a jab at me. That's a jab to the niece of, and granddaughter of somebody you're supposed to be friends with. You know, and that's the daughter of the person that you keep, you know, saying all these stuff about, like, that I just left you know that i just left in a hospital like she was a dog which isn't fucking true you know it's like grow the fuck up you're 60 something years old you're gonna be dead soon thank god um but like grow the fuck up worry about your fucking life like and and to attack me as a parent i do believe your son is a fucking drug addict and why you have custody of your grandson so don't fucking tell me about parenting don't throw stones in a glass house, bitch. Like, fuck. Now, where do you see this going? Absolutely fucking nowhere. But I tell you one thing. Don't come after my kids because I... And don't come near me. And you can come at me on the internet. Post pictures of me. Say mean things about me. I don't give a fuck. But you came after my kids. So I'm mm-hmm. coming after you. All right. I didn't start this. I did not start this. You decided to bring my kids into it. And on the internet, you don't know how the internet works. You're part of the group of people that had the 12 a.m., 12 p.m. flashing on your fucking VCR and couldn't figure out how to control it. No. We interrupt this podcast for children. Yeah, sorry. Again, <laughs> I'm still parenting. You know. Um, where was I about the bitch? Oh, the internet age where you don't understand internet stuff. You know, like, yeah, you think you got you got the basic idea of the internet, but I'm fucking king of the internet right now. I don't want to say king of the internet, but I know how it works. I have a following, a much larger following than you. Yeah, not ninja status, but still enough people where I can fucking 
really make it difficult for you. And, you know, so you want to bring my children into it. Get ready because the gloves are fucking off. And again, I don't care. Say anything you want about me, but you're attacking people that I care about, people that, you know, Carrie cares about. And I will defend my children to the death. And get ready because it's going to be fun. Her and I are going to get to know each other very well over the next little while. You know, I didn't start this. I was just, you know, living my life every day. <laughs> Child, interrupt us. Zoom, you haven't said anything in like 20 minutes. Oh, I'm I'm listening. I'm letting Pyro get his story out because the whole situation is it's unwarranted. It's uncalled. It's not. There's no need for it. Like, we sit, we've sat here. I've sat here for almost over a year now and we've seen Pyro's struggles on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, like, Pyro, okay, Pyro and I have been in each other's lives for three years, so it's not... Like, I've watched all of this occur in real time. You know, yeah. And I've always been open about... Mm -hmm. Like, even on the podcast. Go back and listen to the fucking first episodes of the podcast. There's nothing that I've ever kept secret. There's no skeletons in my fucking closet. You know? That's the only flavor that comes in. <laughs> That's it. I'm always going to be fucking honest. Like, yeah, there was a time in my marriage where I was a fucking afraid to be honest, where I would, like, be at the store buying orange soda, and, and they would ask me what I was getting, and I'd be like, grape soda. Because there was a certain level of fear, okay? Oh, I'm not going to get into that because, again, can't defend themselves. But anyways. But, but you're still allowed to share your experience. Yes. As... But as I am now, there I have nothing to hide. There's no reason to, you know, I'm just going to be honest. And if you don't like the things that I say, and if you don't like the choices that I make, then you just don't have to be a part of my life. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. That's simple. <laughs> you do influences yeah. anyone and i'll life. tell you right now don't think you're gonna come to the hospital after dra like if you were just attacking me whatever fine no big deal but you attacked my kid and now i'm not chancing you being there the same time as my kid so you're revoked and i can do that because i'm the fucking power of attorney you know like i want like you know I could have easily just fucking walked away. There's you no financial gain. Yeah, like, There's none. I remember the one of the first nights that she was in the hospital. And you were on your way driving home. And you called me from your car, bawling your eyes out, because you didn't know what the fuck to do. You know, oh, because it's like, I didn't. Like, I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. You know? I didn't know how I was going to fucking make things work. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, well, you got a family. Well, I'm not sitting there with my hand out 
Like, you know, whatever. I need to know how to fucking struggle because these people, my family, aren't going to be fucking around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so why am I going to sit there and put myself in a situation where I'm think in my mind where I'm comfortable and then all of a sudden that goes away and now I'm fucking screwed and don't know what to do. No. I don't... I'd figure it out. I just fucking figure it out. Some days I go without. As long as my kids are taken care of, I don't give a fuck. I come last. Mm-hmm. And ultimate, ultimately what's happened is they could push your button, so all of a sudden, they've started attacking those around you now, the kids, Lee, and for no other reason than to try and get that rise from yeah, you. Just to cause chaos for no other reason because they have this fucking boredom in their own life where they... So at what point... At what point has this stopped being about Carrie now? And it's just drama it's for them. It's never been about Carrie. It's 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 only been about their own personal feelings and their dislike for me. For whatever the reason. Yeah. It doesn't and, that, make any and and that's because that's who they are. And that's how Wendy has been. Wendy's always been posting fucking far-right shit on Facebook, you know, and just being an asshole. And then the friend, there's always some sort of drama or or something. Or would post pictures of, you know, how happy the family is, even though she was blowing somebody in the parking lot for like a year and a half while, you know, she was still with her baby daddy. But I'm an asshole. Um, anyways, um... You know, but, you know, let's villainize me because it's that easy. But it's like all these people that are talking shit and coming after me, they're not perfect. They've fucking done things that they're, you know, maybe not proud of. You know, but let's not talk about that. It's just they need a villain. They need they need somebody to be angry at. Instead of, you know, be, because... Closure, I may have provoked a little bit with that cartoon. Well, but here's the thing. They started it. They brought my kid into it. Once... Mm-hmm. I already said this to you. They brought my kid into it. That's it. Now I'm getting involved. And I'm yeah. going to get involved in my own way. And there's not a single thing that, that this person can tweet me pictures of people you know dressed you know drag queens and saying hey look it's your people fine you know what they're probably really good people they're probably better people than you i mean i I don't see them spreading hate like you you fucking dickhead you know and then what what got me though is like they posted a picture of this person who had was very conventional looking Regardless if they were male or female, they were very conventional looking and asked if they were my family member, which boggled my mind because I thought she posted a picture of herself. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, I was going to comment on it and be like, why are you posting a picture of you? Like, you very well know that we're not related. I would have killed myself already. Um, But it's like. 
then I'm like, why bother? Why bother when I just put my hashtags of Wendy loves rusty trombone and Wendy sucks butt because she does. And there's going to be more and there's going to be better stuff, better stuff than posting stolen tweets and pictures from other places and only getting the attention of yourself because you don't understand how Twitter works. Mind you, just know, I'm going to let you know how this right now, that when you post something, nobody's seeing it. Yeah. Nobody's seeing it because, like, you don't, like, just because you at me, like, yeah, I see it, but that's it. Now it's just you and me. Okay, cool. I already know you're a fucking asshole. Like, you don't have to prove it to me. But it's like, yeah, go ahead. Because we will bring this attention to to other people. And they will know the true story. They will know the truth. And then you're just going to look like a, the piece of shit that you are. And now at the at, it just seems now that this is just you getting all that bigotry out that you have inside you that's it you're just making yourself look like a fucking asshole you know and here's the other thing like so like if she needs clothes like instead of saying hey she needs clothes they complain about it and like oh i'm useless and this and that and the other thing i'm a, i'm i don't fucking know like you gotta like if nobody's telling me that she needs something how am i gonna fucking know And yeah, like, so the aunt went and bought all these clothes. And then she was just like, I want you to pay half. I fucking, with what? And and that was one of the things Wendy was like, go, go cry to mom about how broke you are. I don't cry to my mom about how fucking broke I am. What the fuck? I handle my own shit. You fucking dingbat. That. Yeah, like that's what I haven't heard in a long time. Where'd, you, where'd this come from? Oh, well, I don't know. I've called her every name in the book that I could fucking think of. There's no name for the e evilness of that fucking douche canoe. I mean, other than see you next Tuesday, by the way, amazing poem. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she even realizes, like, Probably if you're not. watching this, Wendy. Go on my Instagram. You'll see a nice poem. Don't pay attention to any of the end words. Just look at the beginning and read down. Okay? <laughs> like a crossword puzzle that just is down only. All right? You're welcome. Also, I'm part of Pyro's creative team. Yeah. We'll get each other very well very soon. Oh, there's more. There's just so much. So oh, much my work already. And it's all within legal... Um, I will just put it, th say that everything that we do is completely legal and there's nothing you can do about it. It will be perfect. There'll be nothing more perfect to ever happen. Within... Like Trump, she's going to fall in love with him. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. I think she's just mad because like Trump didn't throw himself on her. Ew. Yeah, I know. You know, even Trump has a little bit of taste. Um, 
sorry. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. Thanks for that nightmare, Pyro. <laughs> I want to own a llama farm. <laughs> also, I do believe that she was sued. Ah, uh, then that's probably why she lost the llama farm. You know, she doesn't own her property. She rents. And there is a Wendy in New York who was sued uh, for not paying her debts. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. I don't know what she does or did for a living, how she gets money. Other, probably beyond money she gets for having custody of her grandson. Speaking of, you know, taking yeah, advantage of situations. I don't know if a nurse at this exact time, although I will know that shortly. Mm-hmm. Again, all within legal means. I don't find anything that you don't put out there yourself. Yeah, and this isn't defamation, just so you know, because it's all true. We keep receipts. We have every fucking thing that you said. Yeah, everything. So and it's the, back to Canada yeah. and Wales, so good luck. Yeah, <laughs> and not to mention the only person that has a defamation case that could possibly happen is this guy. So keep it up. Thank you. I'll okay. fucking run you to the ground. Let's go. Nobody has got more pent up fucking anger, stress, frustration, fucking anything than this guy right here. So <laughs> and let me you just went after my kids. I feel it needs saying, but I feel like it needs saying that none of this in any capacity whatsoever is a threat of violence physically None. zero so before you start trying to put that out there because no, i would never harm an elderly woman i don't believe in animal abuse i don't believe in beast oh well, wait that's a different thing <laughs> i don't believe in uh i don't need to fight with Peta. thank you no no no, nope, nope, nope. Completely legal eye for an eye type shit. Just saying. I do really feel like our podcast is going to have its new official villain with a, a very uh, specific thing. I mean, legal. she looks worse than fucking Dr. Evil. Even Fat Bastard looks better. No, no. Don't be mean to Fat Bastard. I said he looked better. Get in my belly. Um, oh, but it's going to be good. You have no idea. You have no idea. So stay tuned. And here's, here's the funny thing. It's like anybody in that family who is talking to you and having any conversations with you is cut from having any sort of visitation from my kid because if they're going to allow themselves to have communication with a piece of shit like you who is gonna talk shit about a child especially a child that they're related to then that just shows to me that they don't really care about said child it shows to me that you don't care about carrie or her late mother who was your best friend because that's her fucking granddaughter you fucking garbage human fucking being just saying um, anybody who is a part of that family that communicates with you, has anything to do with you, and you think that you're going to come to Rhode Island and visit, 
you are surly mistaken. It's not happening. Your pictures are up at the security station. They know not to let you in the building. So, and nobody can ask if that's true because I'm the only one that they are going to be communicating with as power of attorney. So. That must really burn their potato. Yeah, like li literally, it's like these guys are just burning their bridges. You know? No, I mean, burn their potato knowing that regardless of what they do, not a lick of it makes a difference whatsoever. At the end of the day, they have zero power. None. So. <laughs> and again, they could fight me in court, but I have receipts. I have screenshots. They don't have stamps. No, none. Zero. You know, the proof to show that I am not making any financial gains on this fucking situation. No, but ultimately, ultimately, well, there's only one mm. person who loses out here, or there's two people who lose out here, and that's Carrie, and, and that's... And that's Cass, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Cass. Exactly. Oh. You know. They're the only two people that lose out in all of us. Yeah, no, because they wouldn't, you know, like, Carrie they... wouldn't want fucking any of this. No. No. And and as much as like even though Caitlin's been attacked, Caitlin can handle her own like yeah. You know, and she's... here's the funny thing. If Carrie was able bodied, if Carrie was able to do anything, if fucking Wendy went and visited her after all this stuff, not only would she spit in her face, she would punch her in her fucking eye. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I'm pretty sure Debbie would kick the shit out of her. You know, but no, let's let's just take it out on the fucking kid. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like you have to be pretty low as a human being to look at a child and She's be not like, even, oh, I don't even consider this bitch human. Yeah. Nope. And the sad part is she's raising her grandson to be just as fucking hateful. Yeah. And filled with bigotry. Yeah. And the next breath, she'll talk about you know, your wife and her ascension into sainthood, evidently. Oh, she ain't fucking getting into heaven if there is a heaven. She can, you know, not do at all. Everything. Thou shall not judge. Judge not, lest ye be judged. Yep. See, again, I'm not religious, but whatever. So God will sort you out. I don't have to. But in the meantime... I'm going to make your life very fucking interesting. Legally. Legally. Again, everything will be covered under my constitutional rights. Um, and again, because you're new to internet and how things work, uh, there's a difference between constitutional rights and following terms of service. So not only will I be... Staying within my constitutional rights and not just that, the laws of which I am ab bound to abide and also the contractual agreements that I have agreed to by using social media services because they are two separate things because social media is a private entity and by just using you are agreeing to every little thing that they put on that little tiny fine print that half of you dumbass motherfuckers don't bother to read 
Um, well, to be fair. Yeah, but we, but, but see, <laughs> here's the difference. Like, we just don't give a fuck. Because it's like, if we want to use it, we have to do it. And like, really, what are they going to do? Like, the government spying on it. That's the other side of it. These fucker, fucking people, the same people. Same people like, the government spying on us. Really? What makes you think that you're that fucking interesting that the government gives two shits about what the fuck you're doing? Like, really? And uh, guess what? Guess what? They Even want to know how you're spending you're, your yeah, money. Yeah. They're collecting all of that stuff. But guess what? Google... And all of their all of their, their, their cohorts, they all have everything on you anyways, going yeah. back from the dawn of eternity. It's just a case of what kind of porn you looked at, what kind of what you had for dinner last week, last month, last year, last yep. century. All of that. When you stuff. talk it's in front of your on. cell phone, why do you think when you go online, whatever you just talked about is now an ad in front of your face? And just know when you get those ads and you're wondering why a a big colorful dildo is now in front of you and you're upset. It's not because that they want that. They're like, Oh, we're just going to put these dildos in front of you. It's because you were looking at them. So if you log into TikTok and all you see is, you know, all of the videos, that's because you've been looking at those videos. Yeah. It doesn't just randomly give it because it's pushing it on yeah, you. It's like those Republican congressmen who were, attacking tiktok saying why do all i see is scantily clad girls well the simple you pervert because that's what you're into because that's what you were searching that's what you were fucking looking for therefore that's what you see because that's how algorithms work you dumb fucking person if you don't understand how things work you know instead of if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen if you don't understand the internet Log the fuck off. Go buy yourself a, a rotary phone. Like, <laughs> fuck. You don't. You don't understand how the internet works. And it just boggles my mind how somebody could think that they're gonna come at me on the internet when you don't understand the internet. Ugh. They don't seem to understand a lot of things. I've been doing this a long time. So, either way, I don't give a fuck. Talk shit about me. Make me the villain. I don't care. I don't care. But you're you're bringing my kid into it. And they're innocent. And they didn't do anything to you. They actually liked you at one point in time. And I don't know why. Because you're a terrible human being. Regardless of what you think I did. Regardless of what people feel about me. At the end of the day, what you're doing is a thousand times worse. And you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. And I am going to remind you every day of how ashamed of yourself you should be. Yeah, I, I do... I do just want to say something positive, though, yeah. is all of the time I've sat with you, we've chilled out. We've spent countless hours together. Me, you, Minnie, we've been in the party, and we've seen the ups, the downs, and the struggles. And you know what? What the people don't see, that day-to-day -day stuff, if they saw that, they would have, they would be singing a whole different tune. Right? 
you do you've been given the one of the shittiest hands anyone could be dealt and you're making the best of that shitty hand and you're what you do a bang up job day in day out and you do you do a you do and you know i appreciate that but i'm gonna come back and say this it's like yeah things are difficult they can be fucking difficult things are a fucking struggle but i get to experience the struggle i get to experience this stuff the only person that was dealt a shitty fucking hand is carrie and cassidy that's it because again i can start over i can do stuff you know and that's what these people don't realize it's like i get it you know and it, the, none of this is fucking easy you know i know that the situation that Kerry is in is fucking terrible and nobody deserves that you know so the only person that really was dealt a shitty card is her and that's the difference between me and them I mean, we could call that a logical closure point. All right. You want to take us out? All right. Yeah, let's go. Do you want Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yes, Because uh... also on another note, I mean, there's going to be some sort of gravity. You know, there's going to be some sort of, you know, if, if all we did was just fucking focus on the negative. What kind of fucking life is that for my kids? You know, they deserve to live. They deserve to go out and do things and experience stuff as kids. They shouldn't just be locked up in the house because I should, you know, be going through something. I should be experiencing terrible times and, and all this other stuff they deserve normalcy and in order for them to come out of this unscathed they need normalcy so if i'm a bad guy for providing that for my kids then i'm as evil as they fucking come and i'm okay with that i'm, I'm fine i can live with that that's fine but on that note Thank you very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We love our loyal listeners. We love our community. Um, thank you for being there for us. And get ready. You are going to be helping us. You're going to see some stuff. You're going to see some stuff. This is Mini, Nazum, and Pyro. And as far as bigoted, hateful, ugly disgusting human beings we are all set have a good night and we will see you next week